Welcome to the Roman Arena Podcast, created by the students of Roman Catholic High School in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Here, we discuss various issues and events, plus interview those of influence. It's all from the perspective of the Roman students. Now, sit back and enjoy the Roman Arena Podcast. back with another episode of the Roman Arena Podcast. I'm your host, Cole Sondland. And I'm your other host, Nick McGatz. And today, we're just doing a little slight video, slight episode recap of the 6A District 12 City Championship. Where Roman Catholic High School. First Central High School, 67-40 to at uh, Father Judge High School. Father at Located at Father Judge High School. This game happened just past week, and we were fortunate enough to uh, be able to do a live podcast showing of the game, a little play-by-play. And we are fortunate enough to be joined by a few very special guests. Coach Seddon and Miss Canavan. We are joined by uh, former Roman basketball coach, Coach Seddon, who coached uh, Roman basketball throughout the uh, mid-80s, 90s, and very early 2000s. And we are fortunate enough to talk to him, get a little uh, little interview, and uh, here is the interview with Coach Seddon. And I'm the host, Nick McGatts. And today we're joined by our very special guest, Coach Seddon, how are you today? I'm fantastic. Thank you guys for inviting me here. It's a pleasure to have you on the show today. Sure, Coach. Um, I heard that you coached uh, th- throughout the, the 90s and the early 2000s with over 10 PCL championships. I can't believe that. It's very special. Congratulations for that. I appreciate that. Uh, I, I came to Roman in uh, September of 1981, and I tell people that I just I can't find my way out the door right now. Mm. <laughs> yeah. How... How did you like coaching Mark Jackson and Coach Chris McNesby? Uh, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed all the kids from Roman, and that's, that's kind of why I, I've never actually left. Um, Mark, Mark was uh, one of my favorite players because he was one of the hardest workers we ever had, and I think it's tremendous that on the 30th anniversary of him winning the Catholic League Championship, his son won the Catholic League Championship. Very interesting. That's Roman Catholic. Yeah, it's Roman Catholic for you. Um, coach, uh, during your time as coach, do you think you, you could say you've had, you've had a favorite team you've been able to coach? Uh, I've been very blessed. We had very talented players, and uh, I've been lucky enough uh, for us to be pretty successful and actually spread the word about Roman Catholic throughout the country. Coach, and during your, uh, your tenure, do you think that you can make any comparisons from watching this team this season, especially how, how good they've done com- compared to any of your teams you've coached? Well, it, it's, a di- it's a different era, and uh, I don't like uh, uh, comparing different eras in any sport yeah. or, or in anything. Uh, I'm very proud of this team. It's one of the best uh, spirited teams we've ever had at Roman. And I'm especially proud of the way they handled themselves in the classroom. Uh, it, it amazes me how many kids we have on the team that are first honor students. As you've experienced Roman Catholic students in basketball firsthand it throughout your tenure and throughout your time at Roman, what do you think this team can do to make a run in states? Uh, well, we, we've kind of hung our hat on playing defense. Uh, our goal every game is to keep teams under 50. Um, and nowadays, the game in general is different. It's more, it's more of an offensive game. 
where teams try to outscore you 80 to 75 and things of that nature. Our goal is to keep the other team in the 50s, and this team has picked up that mantle tremendously. It is. Uh, Coach, uh, if I may ask, uh, were, sure. you, were you just at the championship game this past week? Say again, I'm sorry. Sorry, were you just at the championship game this past week against Newman yes. Garetti? Yes. Uh, watching that game in the stands, sir, uh, what do you like? What was your expectations coming into that game for the team? Uh, the game played out kind of exactly uh, how I expected it to. Uh, since I've been involved at Roman, we must have played Newman maybe a hundred times. <laughs> and every single game, they make a run, we make a run. It comes down to a close play. And what you have is you have what has become the two best teams in a Catholic league. Over the course of time, both teams have proven themselves. As we asked Coach McNesby and team manager Ahmed yesterday, what was going through your mind during that game? During that game was, uh, I hope we get a chance to uh, to tie, uh, to number one, to get it close under a minute, and then to have the opportunities to tie. Because at Roman, we've always preached, and Coach McNesby has picked it up, we have the spirit of, we don't quit until it says 0-0-0 zero, zero, zero up there. And at this, this past Monday's game was a perfect example of that. Uh, Coach, if, if I may ask, when was your last championship win at Roman Catholic? Uh, in 2007, 2000. Uh, featuring uh, the, the Wanamaker Twins, yes. And, and to give you an example, to, to build on what we just said about never quitting, that particular team was down 10 points with four minutes left in the game and won the game. Especially to, to compare that to uh, this past championship game where we were just down six points, 48-42 heading into... Ah, uh, you can't compare them. Under, under the 10-second mark, Coach. It, but it, it's incomparable. What this team performed on Monday night at the end was just unbelievable. It was. There's no sure, other word for it. There's no other word for it. Especially as a student coming in as, as our first year as freshman, seeing a game such as that one... I, I've never seen it. To me, I, like, I, I'm a big basketball fan, and I've enjoyed basketball my entire life. I've never seen a game such as that. And you may not see one like that again. I don't, that's, uh, for I, sure. I, I, we were, we've been at at least 10 basketball games this year. That for game Roman. For Roman. That was the best game by far. No the, question about it. It was. No question The podcast about leading up to it, the preview, the expectations coming to the game, it was just amazing, and it was drawn up perfectly. And, and uh, I'll throw this in there, too. I, I, I think we don't want to shortchange. Our student body is fantastic and always it has was. been. And that rally uh, that got all over Facebook and, and YouTube and everywhere else, that was fantastic. And that helped to propel the team on. It, it did. And that's thanks to our uh, Roman Catholic school community. Coach, it was nice talking to you. I've Thank you so night. much. Please and I, I just want to pass on to everybody after. These guys do a tremendous job. Thank you, Make guys. sure you listen in. Thank you. Thank you Thank for you. having me again. Anytime. Good you. And that was our interview with former Roman coach, Coach Sutton. Uh, very uh, fortunate opportunity to be talking great with him. Great guy. Great guy. Uh, great to talk to. Great yeah. to get to know. His basketball knowledge was phenomenal. Impeccable. It was impeccable. And uh, to me, uh, talking to him, especially uh, in like the atmosphere at Judge where he's running against Central, uh, getting his like perspective and on and views of the sport in general uh, gave me like a like a whole new idea of the sport perspective over the next four years yeah, for us will be different like knowing how he perceives basketball and how he how he coached room basketball with that fifty point line for the defense and yeah that was that was one of his main things was to keep uh, the uh, opposing team under fifty points under fifty points and to me, was like I never thought of it like that. 
But now going into like, because I I play basketball myself, going into like games now, then I'll understand that how much of how an much defense. defense actually is, and uh, bringing everything together to call it the win for the team. Like I never thought about how offense and defense and basketball compare, because he said I've always thought about it that it's an offensive sport. You want to score more points than a team. And just keep getting more points and more points over time in the game, but when he brought in defense and trying to keep them under, and balance in offense and defense, changed my mind. Yeah, that the, uh, entirely. When talking to coach, uh, the compare and the contrast of the two mm-hmm. main focus of offense and defense, defensive settings and in, in games, uh, as the next said, uh, changed my perspective. How definitely looking at things, and in- incorporating both things together is. Truly, uh, will definitely change my mind on how I look at things and how I'll play the game from now on. Uh, so, when we were doing the play-by-play of the first quarter, Roman got out to a big lead uh, very early, and we had we were able to get a few guests on the show. Uh, after co- the interview with Coach, we were able to do the first quarter with fellow freshman students of ours, friends of ours, Sean McCormick and Michael Devlin. Second quarter, we did it with... Who we do a second quarter? It was Jack Weiss. Jack Weiss and Mikey again. I think yeah, Mikey again. And third quarter was Xavier, Xavier Bernardi and Xavier, Xavier Brown. Brown. Not Xavier Brown, the basketball player. But Xavier Brown. Zay G's. Zay G's uh, on my FYP. Me, me and Zay G's played football together for freshman. Uh, he runs a photography Instagram account. If you want to go check it out, Zay dot visuals. Uh, just a little plug in. Uh, a good friend of mine. We got a little brief. You know, talk about from him and uh, my friend Zay Renardi, and then fourth quarter we did one with Dan. Yeah, Popper. we did it. We did it with um, Jack Jack Weiss and Dan Popper for the fourth and quarter. During halftime, we got to interview Miss Candy. We were fortunate enough to uh, interview our favorite assistant assistant principal here at Roman Catholic High School, Span- Spanish teacher. Uh, who now. also, excuse me, who also teaches Spanish. Nick takes Spanish. I unfortunately I do not take Italian. Language. Excuse me, I do not take a language. Nick takes Italian. But uh, Miss Canavan teaches uh, Spanish here at Roman Catholic, and she is uh, one of the assistant coaches for the team. She uh, she's always with the team, and uh, you have we, to ask a couple questions. Yeah, we, we were able to ask her a couple questions, and uh, here's the interview with her. And we're back with another segment from your six uh, A District Twelve Championship, Roman Catholic versus Central High School. We have, uh, during our halftime performance, or from our little flower cheerleaders, we have a special interview from one of our assistant principals here at Roman Catholic High School, Ms. Canavan. How are you doing today? I'm great. Thanks for having me, guys. It's a pleasure to have you. If I could describe Roman Catholic spirit or as an embodiment of a person that embodies it most of all, I'd have to say you. Yeah, you appear to to all of the games, basketball, soccer, football. You showed out and you support uh, the boys as much as possible, and we love seeing that. what were your expectations for the new game, or maybe not just the game, like the championship last week, but for the season? Like, what were your expectations for the game coming into it? The the first Newman game or the championship? The championship. The championship. All right. Whew, what a game, right? I think I'm still shaking nice. from it. Uh, my expectations, to be completely honest, I knew we were going to win, even though it's last, what was it, 30 seconds, we were down seven. Yeah. I knew we were going to win. I just didn't know how at yeah. that point. Um, I kind of, I never had a doubt. I never had a doubt. I knew we were going to win. Um, how many, for, for you, in, ca- in counting this one, how many uh, PCL championship, like, for basketball is this for you? Um, 
Three or four? Three or four. So, would you say like this one is your favorite? This one was very special. This one, it was, yes. the, I mean, especially because it's against Newman, right? Yeah, Newman. Mm-hmm. I don't know for us, as like, it's only our first year, we're freshmen, seeing the game like that, when Xavier had the shot that we needed over time and everyone just Nothing fell. Nothing like it, right? Yeah. Nothing like it. It was amazing. All right, next question. Who has been your favorite player to talk to of all time at Roman? Yeah. Favorite player all time to talk to? I'm going to have to go with our number one. Xavier, Xavier, Xavier Brown, Brown, right? Yeah. He's te- just something special. He's something else. For sure. All yeah. around. Yeah. Classroom, court, to his peers, his friends. I think he's just one of a kind. To me, he's Amazing. as like seeing amongst the people on the team, he's one of the most humble, too. Definitely agree with you. Miss mm-hmm. McKenna also says he's very humble. Very. She, she would tell me in class that... X was very humble. She would tell me a story about how X stood up for a student. And I believe her 100% because I see X every day during lunch. And to, the way he talks to all of us, yep. he doesn't act like he's above everyone else. He no, always acts like very humble. Never turns someone down, right? Yeah, he's yeah, a great kid. He's, he's amazing. He is like mostly the leader of the team. He, I think he, he embodies Roman basketball. He, he, does, he does embody Roman basketball. Roman Catholic student. Yeah. No, for sure, definitely. It's not just one. It's it's everyone together. It's that brotherhood. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think Xavier, he uh, he shows that most of all. Uh, Ms. Canavan, it was nice having you. Thank you, guys. Nice this was so fun. Nice. Thank you very much. And it was great having you again. Thank you. Thank you. The interview with uh, Ms. Canavan, uh, great talking to her as it was to talk to Coach. We were able to just ask her a few questions about, you know, the basketball team, Roman life, sports, how she's – she likes to be a part of it and how and we appreciate her for being a part of it. Yeah. Uh, so as the interview with her when the event went very well, uh, progressed into the third quarter where Roman uh, kept their lead most of the game. I don't think we had we were down at any point in the game. No, we weren't. And uh, the unfortunate thing about the game was that uh, Eric and Jeremiah were not able to play, but – they still showed out and they still showed out and, and attended. Great uh, team, great team effort, for, especially with I mean, them for not being able to play. It was Bobby, Will, and Sammy getting in. Bobby, Bobby played. Sebastian getting in. Yeah, Sebastian. Sebastian got in. Pretty much everyone played. Uh, the only un- two unfortunate things was that Eric and Jeremiah be- couldn't play because uh, they transferred too late, and uh, our friend Bryce, he was also play. plays, was not able to play yeah. because he wasn't there. He was sick that week, but you know everyone. Especially back on now. He's back now. He is back, back, back working too. Tomorrow we'll play at 5 p.m. in West Philly. Play at West Philly High School, 5 p.m. against Peaky Mountain Valley High School. Right, yeah, some to advance, some public school to advance some. on to uh, the realm states. But you know, everyone we were watching that game. The offensive focus was uh, honestly to me, uh, Central you know, Central's a good team. They were for being a public school. They're a pretty good team. You know, they were getting. They their were shots. 16 and 10, I think. I believe. Yeah, you know that's not, it's not bad. It's not, the, but it's not bad. It's above five hundred for public school. Yeah, for public I think school. they played against Imhotep and they only lost by twenty, which not bad at all for yeah, Imhotep. For Imhotep, Justin Edwards, but uh, he won MVP for the public league. Yeah, uh, during the game, to me, I think this has been one of the best offensive, not nah, offensive, excuse me, defense. One of the best defensive focused games that I've seen live this season. The, the work contributed from, like, Sharif, and X, Bash, Sammy, Bobby, Jer- like, all of them uh, coming together for to for the defensive amount of keeping the team under 50. What was the final? 67-40. Okay, yeah, well they they kept the team under 50. and uh, all, all game we were wondering 
will 50 be yeah, a good line for this game? 50, and it definitely was. And I think they should keep uh, coaches' philosophy in going forward into uh, into longer into the state's bracket, being able to keep teams under 50 points a game while beating them is it's a good line, and I think shows it helps out your defensive focus. I think it will be. It's a great line for especially a great defensive team all year. I thought yeah. we didn't score as much this year, but our defense was amazing. Like, especially against Newman. Newman. We only let up 62 the first time and we let up 52 the second time. Yeah, we let up 52. Um, and the ability during the championship, the ability for us to, to get back on defense on fast breaks and to stop the, the open shot of the open three uh, definitely helped us being able to win. We saw them play in the semifinal against West Catholic. We saw them well, shooting corner Newman, three oh, a lot. Yeah, well, Newman, Newman, Newman shooting. One in of the their best – uh, ability and qualities was a shoot. is the corner three. And we guarded that very well. And I didn't who shoots from the three for them? Was it, it was twelve? Um, twelve, whatever his number is. Whatever his Munchie. name is. Munchie. his name Munchie. is Munchie. Oh. So, yeah, so twelve tw- yeah, Munchie, uh number twelve on Newman Gardy, great shooter. Uh he his guarded th- him very well. Yeah, we were able to to slow down his ability to shoot from the corner, which after the semifinals where we where we we beat Wood uh, West played Newman and Munchie's ability and Newman's ability to get to the corner for the open he had three. Two straight corner threes in overtime to set the tone. Yeah, to set the tone. And after West the buzzer beater to go into overtime itself, uh, the corner threes from Newman in overtime won it for them. Yeah, that's what won it for them. I think they them. had two or three. Two, two, three. two by Munchie yeah, and, and three by, corner by someone else. I think it was Kafik. Maybe. But no, Newman's ability to get to the corner really easily definitely helps them in their game, in their offensive focus. And during the championship, we were able to slow that down. And I think that's what gave us a big advantage, especially talking about the defense. Yeah. Uh, All right. On to what we usually talk about, Philadelphia sports and oh Roman yeah. sports. Just to finish up Roman sports, uh, baseball is starting soon. Baseball first game tomorrow, varsity at... 10 a.m. I believe against Springside Chestnut at 10 a.m. at their field, and then Go check that JV out. will play at 2 p.m. Go at check the same field. Go check that out. Support your yes. boys. Uh, Nick is the next up. I'm a JV warrior. Next JV warrior. He is the next Bryce Harper for your Roman Catholic Catholics. So we'll see how his first season goes with them. Uh, in the in the Thank you, sir. in the world of national sports, the World Baseball Classic. World Baseball Classic comes up this weekend. America plays playing Britain. Great, our sport. Britain. Uh, it appears that we will be a great Britain pitcher, or not a great Britain pitcher, an, an English pitcher is, is going to have to pitch to one of the craziest lineups I've ever seen. We our, our lineup is insane. They will have no chance. It's so like, he's gonna have to pitch to. We're trying to find it real quick. Jason Adams. Uh, these are the pitchers. Excuse me. The catchers. JT Ramuto, Will Smith, Kyle Higashilo, and the infielder, infielders are Pete Alonzo, Tim Anderson, Nolan Ariando, Paul Goldschmidt, Jeff McNeil, Trey Turner, Bay. Bobby Witt Jr. The outfielders are Mookie Betts, Kyle Schwarber, Kyle Tucker, Mike Trout, and Cedric Mullins. And our captain, Mike Trout. He's like Captain America. Devious Captain. He is Captain America. Uh, yeah, 
a bur- uh, an English pitcher is going to have to pitch to that to that yeah. on Saturday. So it's, we'll see how that goes. Uh, what, what time is the game? I think it's at, it's during the day. I believe yeah, it's two at two o'clock. I'm a, pretty sure it's at two o'clock, but I might be mistaken. Perhaps it's either two at five. If but, it's at five, that would be devious. But it's, it's, I'm not trying to watch a game on the bench. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but no, it, it should be a good game. We'll see what, what our fellow American MLB players will be able to do against even uh, scrimmaging teams yeah. this week. Uh, Weird, weirdly enough, they just lost five one yesterday to the San Francisco Giants. Giants uh, with that pretty weird nutty lineup of someone. I don't even know who's on that. It team. was Kyle Gashioka got the start relevant for USA, and then we beat Angels yesterday six to nothing. I believe it was Nolan Arenado leading the offense with a grand slam to left center field. It was an amazing game. Yeah, I, I didn't watch it. I don't really watch baseball, but no, I do watch when the Phillies are good, which is like you think that it's like low key bandwagon. bandwagon. <laughs> it's not. You gotta trust yourself. Yeah. So, if you're a baseball fan, you should go check that out this weekend. And other, and then another news in national, it is NFL free agency. Yes. Uh, so so far, a few saw big things have happened. Uh, the Saints signed Derek Carr for four years. Yeah. As the next, as the next uh, couple weeks come up, we'll be doing episodes talking about NFL free agency, what's happening around the league with the Eagles, how they're going to come back next year to the Super Bowl. But uh, no official Eagles news. Only two things from the Eagles. But so far in the NFL world, Derek Carr signed a four four year deal with the New Orleans Saints to become their new franchise quarterback. I uh, really like J- Jameis Winston. I think you'll get to start over him. <laughs> the Vikings released Eric Kendricks. The Dallas Cowboys franchise tag Tony Pollard. The, the Chiefs released Frank Clark, which I think the Eagles should uh, check that out. It, I don't know if you want to show the Chiefs. He's yeah. great defense. The Ravens franchise tag Lamar, right? Yeah, they, they franchise tag Lamar. The Raiders franchise tag Josh Jacobs. Uh, the Giants franchise tag... Saquon Barkley and the, the, the Vikings worst. At, the Vikings released Adam Thielen. Yeah, they just they just released yeah, Adam Thielen two hours today. ago. Yeah, which is I don't know, it's something. If uh, the uh, Eagles do need a new wide receiver three, and if Howie's looking, maybe he could pursue that. But we'll see. Perhaps the worst deal in NFL history just occurred last weekend. Not even last weekend, three days ago. The Giants just paid Daniel Jones four year, hundred sixty million dollar extension, and. Um, I'm not even gonna lie. The top comment on that post is Buzz Lightyear. I agree with that. <laughs> he does look like Buzz Lightyear. No, but the Giants. I don't that that the it's not gonna change the NFC East at all. It's Giving not. that man forty million per year for the next four. Um, he threw fifteen touchdowns last year, and who threw sixteen? Russell Wilson. Yeah, Russell Wilson threw more touchdowns. Broncos country. That's, That's right. right. <laughs> yeah, he threw sixteen and went. What was the record like? Four and thirteen. Last year, no, yeah. the Giants. Yeah, but the Giants no. are actually good this year. No, the Broncos were four and thirteen, and Russell Wilson threw sixteen touchdowns. Yeah, no, but that, that's an awful deal to me. As being like a football fan, like what we do for sports. So, yeah, I, Daniel Jones got paid forty million a year before Lamar Jackson and Jalen Hurts. That that is awful. That is awful. The two two MVP contenders got paid they didn't, nothing. They didn't, they didn't get, get paid. They haven't been getting paid yet. Before and got paid after, are gonna get paid after, after Buzz Lightyear. Buzz Lightyear. And in other news, the two Eagles, the two sets of Eagles news I have to display. Um, very unfortunate. I don't think no, it's not a hundred percent sure that he's leaving, but 
uh, CJ Gardner Johnson had posted thank you, a thank, thank you, you, Phil, a thank you Philadelphia. I was crying. Post on his TikTok, his Instagram, Facebook, and Snapchat. But to me, uh, I don't think he. It's not official if he's leaving yet. I don't think he'll. Leave. I don't th- personally. To me, I don't think he will. I think he'll get two years. I don't think he, so. The three likely players we're we're gonna likely let go is Bradbury, Hargreave, and. Gardner Johnson just because of how much their their value Worth, is, yeah. but and we need to give all that money to Jalen. We need to give fifty million to Jalen. That's but, glazing. But we That's need D1 to. Glaze. We need to. So if we let go, I know well, which we need. If we're gonna sign back anyone, I wanted to sign back Gardner Johnson the most. But Hargrave is is worth the most, so I think we should let him go. Bradbury, I don't know. We'll talk. We'll decide about that. I think we should get him one more year. And then, uh, yeah, Gardner Johnson. We Howie. Still has time to bring back Gardner Johnson, so I hope they work out a new deal. And today, uh, the Eagles just gave permission to Darius Slay and his agent to request a trade. Darius Slay himself did not request a trade, but the Eagles gave him the option. Uh, if he wanted to. Yeah, he just said on a podcast last week that he wants a new contract, and I I, I hope Howie Rizzo will be able to get that together and get that work because uh, the DBs, the DB focus this year for us was incredible. How he's worked to bring this one literally the to me the greatest Eagles team I've ever seen together, uh, and the DB work we let it the lead interceptions, pass deflections, like let up touchdowns like all that, um, that was n- nothing but help to Darius Slay, James Bradbury, Marcus Sapp, CJ Gardner Johnson, and uh, two two pieces of uh, trade possibilities. Uh, all Jalen Ramsey is on the trade block, and so is Derrick Henry. If I were to pick one, I'd want Jalen Ramsey just because if we're going to let go either Slay or Bradbury, I, I need another also, like, yeah. super um, Pro Bowl corner. And we don't need. And I don't want Derrick don't Henry. Need a, we don't need another running back. Derrick Henry's too we, old. Our, our running back, that is good. Like, like Kenny, just Miles Kenny Sanders, Gain- Kenneth Gainwell, and Boston Scott. Yeah. And we have Jalen Hurts, yeah. who is a good runner. We don't need another running back, Derrick Henry. Yeah, he's too. The only reason I don't want him, or there's a few reasons. But how like, old is he? Like he's 29, and yeah, all his he just has dead cap, and we don't have the money for that. And he's, too he's much not. Money. He's not. He's too much money. He's on the field all season. Like he's 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 been he's, hurt a lot these past few years, and I think what we have in the running space is good because I don't think the Eagles are going to sign back Miles Sanders, which is tough. But I think it's time for for him to to go somewhere else. But no, Kenny Gainwell's a dog. I love Kenny Gainwell, and I think just keep sticking with him is good. Um, so yeah, Derrick Henry. I wouldn't want Derrick Henry, but I'm not gonna complain if we got Derrick Henry. But I I don't want him. I'd rather have Jay, if I had the option, I'd rather have Jalen Ramsey. And in the draft, we have the tenth pick, the thirty first or thirty second, and then the sixty second pick. Thirty first. We need in the first three rounds. We either trade during the draft or we draft. Running back, DN, or Joey Porter. I'm looking, or or cornerback. I'm looking at three possible options that I want for the draft. At ten, I don't pick a running back in Bijan Robinson, who's the uh, dog from from uh, Texas. But I, I'd rather pick like a corner and Joey Porter or a defensive end of Miles Murphy from Clemson, as that that's what we need on the team. The three most main positions, and uh, the draft's coming up soon, so we'll keep Wait, you guys what updated. Is the draft? It's like it's like April, it's one Sunday in April. It's like April eleventh or what? I don't know the exact date, but it's around there, around that week. A and Sunday, 
Yeah, it's, it's a Sunday. and Or it might be a Thursday. It's either a Thursday or Sunday. So I remember last year was a Saturday, right? I don't know. Because I was at your house with Tom. Uh, oh, yeah, maybe then. It was right. me, you, and Tom, and then. Yeah, probably. And the dra- it was a draft year. All right, so we'll keep you guys updated with any. And other news. Other news. Sunday. Selection Sunday. Or? Oh. March Madness. I'm, I'm, I'm tripping. I didn't even mention March Madness. March Great. Madness is coming up, folks. Uh, Fortunately, neither your Temple Owls, your, your Jayhawks, or your Wildcats will be participating in the, the bracket Open. this year. Uh, Unfortunate enough, but, you know, we'll get them back next year. Hopefully. If you, you got a team, you got a team you want uh, to win? All I always go with the same team every year. UNC. UNC. I get UNC every single year. They're my favorite. This year, I either... It's something like I have these teams winning. I want them. I don't even know. I don't watch college basketball as much as I used to because, like, Nova was good. That's when I watched them. Watch college basketball a I lot. I college I will, basketball more than NBA. I will be tuning in to March Madness this year. So, if I had to give a team, um, I'd have to say either Bama... Or shout out Matt Sears or the Jayhawks. Uh, great team watching them. Uh, when uh, when we hang out with a few friends, they say college basketball is the purest form of basketball besides high school compared to the NBA uh, these days, and uh, sometimes I agree. I think college basketball is, like, more fun to watch. Yes, it is really fun to watch. I watch college basketball more than I watch NBA. Like, I haven't watched an NBA game since last year. Damn. It was, like, the Sixers versus the Suns, and <laughs> it we got fried. Oh, yeah, the Sixers. Um, when they played in Phoenix. Yeah, uh, the Sixers, they're doing really well. James Harden and Joel Embiid are looking like Kobe and Shaq, looking like the best duo in the game. We have the like, the leading leading score in the NBA and the leading assist leader. So we'll see what happens with them. Hopefully they can take their talents to the finals. And then <laughs> we'll we, don't, we don't mention the finals anymore. Yeah, we don't, we don't mention any types of finals. But, um, Not this year. Just to move on from that. Uh, so we'll keep you guys updated with uh, draft knowledge. Free agency for the NFL, the yeah. Sixers. Baseball, as the Philly season comes up soon. I think they start April 6th. Yeah, uh, opening days around there and home opener. I so, wanted to go to the game so bad. Yeah, uh, we'll, we'll work that out. We'll work that out. We'll so, try to get there. This has been another episode of the Roman Arena Podcast. I'm your host, Cole Sama. And I'm your host, Nick McGatz. Thank you very much. You've been listening to the Roman Arena Podcast. Produced by the students of Roman Catholic High School in Philadelphia. The oldest diocesan high school in the United States. Be sure to subscribe to get new fresh episodes and follow on social media for more. Thanks for listening to this episode. We'll see you next time on the Roman Arena Podcast.